How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of the podcast. In today's episode, we have returning guest, Justin Groth. He's here today to talk a little bit about supplementation and whether or not you should reach your athletic potential before considering diving into the world of supplements and what supplements can often offer you in terms of bodybuilding and performance. This episode was pre-recorded. It is another one rated E for explicit. So if adult language is not in your bag, then I suggest you guys go ahead and skip this episode. We have plenty of other episodes with a lot of great content. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump over to the interview now. You mentioned that you sort of stopped with your strength gains. And from a bodybuilding perspective, I don't... I'm not really sure if it's as important to continue to make that weight progress as it would be, say, for maybe a power lifter right. that continually wants to see added weight on the bar. Mm-hmm. What's your take on reaching your athletic peak before you introduce supplementation like creatines, like proteins? Mm-hmm. Because you got a lot of people, they want to go out there, they sign that gym membership, and they're like, okay, now I got to go to the GNC, yeah. which is by far one of the worst places to purchase <laughs> supplements. If you don't know, amen. I mean, I've got a guy, he, he goes there and I, I told him you can go bodybuilding.com. You can go to the supplement shop up and slow. I mean, these are great places at a really low competitive price, but he still, this is not sponsored by them, by the way, but right, right, right. <laughs> GNC is garbage. <laughs> Just to reiterate. So right. what's your take on like, when should someone think about diving into, okay, I want to drink that muscle milk. I want to take that, take that creatine. So let me be honest real quick. The GNC thing, I agree with you in terms of the price. Definitely is a lot more in price, and they are there to sell you. I, you know, It's a business. I get that. On that note, I can't lie. I definitely have gone in the GNC <laughs> when I've been low on a pre-workout or low. And, and to be honest with you, to this day, I only take, in terms of powders, yeah. I only take pre-workout because I look forward to pre- my pre-workout. There's nothing really in my day-to-day that's, flavorful yeah so that that sour watermelon fruit fruit punch fucking pre-workout that's like enticing to me and it and it and it i always have to it like incentivizes me so what are you on then are you on c4 are you on bang are you on- i so i'm on this i'm on like i'm on <laughs> so, just, so i like taking uh uh what was it uh Oh, what's the one by? Because uh, there's a lot out there. I've taken yeah, the Outlift. Optimum Nutrition one, and that one left me with like fire ants all over my face. I actually <laughs> had to leave the gym. Like, I, I went in for my workout. I took, I pounded my pre-workout, and then I was like, I can't do this. Right. And I had to leave. Shit. <laughs> That's similar things have happened to me too. Before. Yeah. Uh, Outlift. Um, this other one called Ghost. I basically look for pre-workouts that are not too high in the stimulant, you know, in the stimulant category, even though the ones that I'm on now are, I would say three to 400 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. Um, I, I look for ones that have one creatine, beta alanine, high levels of citrulline malate, and if I can find it, agmantine sulfate, uh, for that little bit more of a pump. And, and obviously citrulline is gonna be, gonna aid in that pump as well. But I look for those concrete ingredients. If it doesn't have that, I don't fuck with it. 
you know, and so the ghost has that, Aleph has that, and Aleph has a lot more branch chains or has, it, it's kind of fortified with some branch chain masses. So that's a good thing to do uh, before you live too. And especially if you're on a caloric restricted diet, which I am on my low days. So those help, those extra branch chains definitely help me to keep positive nitrogen balance and et cetera. So, um, those are the, those are the pre-workouts. I don't get too crazy in the pre-workouts either. Again, if they fit that profile of what I'm looking for, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try it out. Do you cycle it? Do you ever have nope. to like, so mm -hmm. you cannot, you never feel like a, this is just juice now. This isn't really giving me that. Right. I feel, um, cause I think I build a tolerance. Absolutely. For me, it's like I finish a container and I need to take a week off. Okay. And I think that's healthy. I'm not necessarily the healthiest <laughs> when it comes to that, but there are certain things in my life that I restrict yeah. and there are other things that I, that I could restrict that I just choose not to because I already restrict so much in my life. Yeah. So I just, I just don't with other things. Pre-workout is, is one of those things. Like I, you can bank on the fact that if you see me in the gym, I definitely took pre-workout that day. Like it's a... <laughs> For sure, for like, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, a given. it's a given motherfucker. It's a <laughs> given. So <laughs> I, uh, pre-workouts are the shit for me, but, um, I think when on a systemic end, if I'm getting, if I feel like I'm not being able to put my best foot forward in the gym, yeah. it's probably because I need a week of rest a hundred percent from lifting and everything. So when that happens, and I usually try to take a week of rest every 12 weeks. I'll just, I won't do shit. I stay home. I might go for walks, but I don't do anything in try terms of Try to remain sedentary. Try to remain sedentary. Live regular, you know. Um, I even go off my diet a little bit. I'll go out to maybe more food places to eat. Um, just That's got to be tough. It's experience, but fucking experience life is... Right now, even if I'm not competing, I'm not doing those things. Yeah. I only do those things on cheat meal days. And that's the thing that I restrict myself from. I put myself in fucking prison with that. But that's what I, ch I choose to do that because that's the only way that I'm going to be my best or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to possibly see my best. Yeah. I need to restrict those things because if I don't, who's going to put the barricade on it? I have to. And so in terms of living regular, I definitely don't feel like I really live regular. I don't experience a lot of things, but I... That's something that I guess I choose, you know, my business, my training. I do the same shit every day. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pre predictable, yeah. uh, but I, I like that routine. That routine is not for everybody, but that's, that's how I stay straight and narrow. So when it comes to your business and it comes to your training, how do, how do clients typically find you? How, I mean, is it word of mouth at this point in the game? Or are you heavy with the advertising and things like that? I'm not heavy with the advertising. Um, it's been word of mouth, Yelp. I have, um, I've been blessed to have a lot of good Yelp reviews. So that helps me um, in terms of the, uh, on, the, on the internet side. But word of mouth has been the thing that's been carried me, that, that has carried me rather. Um, I feel like even at this point, even with, there, there are people that that come in and they and they and they've heard about me from let's say Claudia or John or Jimmy or Carol. Yeah. And there are points where if I had done so much marketing on internet, 
I just be turning more people away. Yeah. Because there comes a point where I can only service so much because it's only me and I have to segregate my time or else people will just take advantage of that. Yeah. And it, in the beginning, it wasn't like that because you have to be hostage to your client's time if you want to build your business. But then those things start to reverse. You start getting so much business. If you're not careful, quality will go down. Yeah. If you're only about the dollar and you try to just make as much money as you can because you think of one more client, that's an extra X amount of dollars. That's, you know, like you, there's been multiple times I left money on the fucking table because it hasn't fit with me being my best version for not just that person, but all my other clientele. Yeah. If I keep draining myself and whittling myself down slowly before you know it, my quality is going to go down. Then my reputation is going to suffer. And that's never something that I'm going to be receptive towards. So I think you need to, for me especially, I don't work with anyone else. It's just me here. I need to pace myself. I need to make definitive spots where I do not take people. Yeah. You know, I've never worked on the weekends. I never will. It's just something that I won't do because to me, it's not about making the most money I can. Because if there were that reason, or if, were, if, that were the, if that were the light at the end of the tunnel, well then fuck, I'd be working weekends. I'd be working every, I'd be working <laughs> nonstop, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't take time off for myself. But the reason why I can even do this is because I take time off for myself. And that's where it got me in the very beginning. So my roots are me building who I was up first. Yeah. So I can build others up. So why the fuck would I reverse that? I need to make time out. And I think every personal trainer, everybody in their craft, if they're, they're an entrepreneur, you need to take time out for yourself. It's, it's just something that you need to do to reboot yourself and to, to remain as, as authentic and qualitative towards the process as you can. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I can totally agree with that. Because eventually, like you said, there's only so many hours in the day. And if you don't take time for yourself, then it all just becomes about your business and your work. But when you name your price at the beginning, what's success to you in whatever endeavor that is, whether it's becoming a personal trainer, Mm -hmm. as for me with photography, it's you name your price at the beginning and then your business just grows around that. Mm-hmm. rather than, well, I'm, I'm going to chase this dollar, you will forever be unhappy and you'll forever feel like you're, you're missing that goal, you're missing that opportunity because you'll never attain it. Absolutely. And eventually, you'll die. Yeah. Eventually, you'll fall and you'll never get back up. But I don't want to fall. I want to keep fucking climbing and I want to keep climbing with integrity. And if I reach the top, I reach the top. If I don't, at least I know that I put my best foot forward every single day and I didn't have the wrong things driving me. Money can fuck with you and money can definitely get you into the, 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 the <laughs> fucking wrong space. That yeah. Money can definitely put you there. And if that is your only thing that drives you, you need to find a different career. Because it's not about the money. God put certain talents in you. I've fucking preached upon this in my stories. But I try not to do too much because some people aren't fucking religious. And, and I, get, I don't want to step on people's toes. But yeah. I am. You don't have to listen to my story if you don't want to hear this. But 
I like to talk about the fact that God put talents in each and every one of us. You think he put a fucking talent in you so you can make a lot of fucking money? <laughs> he put that talent in you so you can change the world or you can affect people in the positive light. And sometimes it doesn't come with a high dollar amount to be okay with that or not. It depends on what your, I guess, what your, what's most important to you. What are your priorities? Yeah. If a priority is to be rich, well, then go into fucking oil or real estate. Try to make it there because those are really big money makers. But if you're not 100% content not living to where you want to live, like driving the Lambos and the Rolls Royces and shit because you're a personal trainer and that's all you're in it for, like, trust me, I want to drive a Lambo. I want a fucking Hurricane in my driveway. I want that. I want a Wraith in my driveway. I want that. If that's where God takes me, that's where he takes me. Yeah. If not, I'm good with this. It has to be that way. If you're not authentic with your, with your path, then you should, then it's not even worth doing, man. You should honestly, at that point, do something where you're just, where you know you're good at and you make a little bit of money at, but you know you're good at and you love doing it every day. If you don't love doing it, you got to fucking stop. Yeah. You got to do something you love to do. And I'm not going to say because life is short, because honestly, life isn't that fucking short. Life is long, dude. I don't know about you, but you know how long a fucking year is? Well, extrapolate that by the general 77 times. That's a long time. So when people say life is short, I don't believe it. I think life is long, me personally. And that's something that you have to be willing to wake up every day and do that. It's not, and it's, if you're not happy doing it, like what is life even about at that moment? And if you can't, if you can't positively impact the people around you with the talents that God's given you, again, what reward is coming your way? Even if you have a lot of money, I know a lot of people that have a lot of money and they're not happy. And I know a lot of people that don't have money and they're so fucking happy. It's crazy. So I don't know how we got on that fucking topic, but (laughs) (laughs) sometimes that happens with me, man. I fucking go in a different direction. You're the captain of the ship, man. We're just going where it goes, but (laughs) I love it. But I mean, what do you currently got going right now? I mean, are you are you advertising anything? Are you in any classes? Are you accepting any new clients right now? I mean, I want to give you some time to sort of. Sort I appreciate of... that. Um, I I'm not accepting any more. I'm not well. I only have a few spots. When I say a few, I mean like three in the entire week that I would be able to uh, filter someone in and out of. Um, as of, as for that right now, I'm pretty much booked up. I can't, like I said, those about two or three slots that I could give in. But other than that, on the other end, I am looking at, I've just started to want to entertain a yoga instructor, to be honest with you, nice. a yoga instructor to come in here on the weekends, quite possibly a few hours during the day that I'm not here, um, which is the afternoon. Um, and coming here and teach yoga classes. That's the only thing that I've been looking to do with this studio. Um, other than that, advertisement, again, I can't, I can't put, the reason why you don't do any more advertising is because I can't really afford any more clientele. Yeah. Not at the moment. And I don't want to turn people away. And I, and even at that, they're all, believe it or not, there's a waiting list. I have people that are waiting right now to be into training, to, to get into training. The only reason why those two or three slots aren't filled by those people doesn't fit with their schedule. Yeah. And that's all I can offer at the moment. And it's a great thing to have. It's a great thing to have 
your time filled up and you'd be doing what you love and, and all that is great. That's the reason why I segregate time for me, just me, to be able to do paperwork, to be able to do my own personal things, run errands, my own training. Yeah. Those things make me 100%. That way I can give 100% to everybody else. But if I didn't do that, I mean, I'd have, I'd have much more of my time gone. Yeah. And that's, super, that's, that's what's important to me is keeping my time there as well as giving myself to other people. All right, on, man. And some of these people who are listening right now, they might be on the treadmill, they might be finishing up their workout, they might be just getting to their job. What do you have to say? Because if you made it this far on the podcast, you know Justin, he's very intense. He comes, from, comes right off the chest with it. <laughs> right off the fucking chest. <laughs> what do you have to say to people out there who are finishing that cardio, who, who might, not, might not even be thinking about like, ah, I don't want to go to the gym today. What do you got to say to those you gotta people? You got to keep going. You just have to keep going and you have to shut up and put your head down and keep fucking working and then come up for water in about a year from now to look in the mirror. But keep doing what you need to do in the kitchen. Keep doing what you need to do at the gym. Don't let anybody come in between those things because you are bettering yourself. You are making yourself the best version of who you can be. That is gold. Nothing else should matter because everything is going to ricochet or, or trickle down from who you are as a person. If you're not 100% confident with who you are, or if you're feeling bad about yourself, or if you're down on your end, you're not going to be able to give anybody else out 100%. You're not going to be able to give, be, be what that person needs for you. Or I'm sorry, you're not going to be what that person might need in that moment. What this all trails back to is you finishing the race, you finishing your own race. And that's going to take consistency. That's going to take tenacity. That's going to take you segregating your life around what it takes to be your best self. That means eating right. That means going to the gym regularly, keeping this in a routine. That means getting eight hours of sleep. That means drinking water. That means playing with the dog, right? Those things are building you up. You need to keep doing those things. And again, put your fucking head down and don't come up for water until another year from now. Because what I'm saying is you need time to do these things. You need to be, to be consistent with it, to see any measurable progression. So keep doing what you need to do to better yourself. Continue to go to the gym. Continue to do your treadmill work. Continue to eat healthy. Continue to meal prep. You just have to continue to do these things because it's only on the consistent end that you'll see measurable progression manifest. Right on, man. And I want to thank you again for being a part of this podcast episode. I want to encourage everybody to take a look in the show notes and the links down below. Be sure to give Justin a follow, shout him out, slide in the DMs, whatever <laughs> you guys do out there. And Justin, thank you, man. My pleasure, brother. All right, you guys. Talk to you again in the next one. See ya.